Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live, and I am live. You guys, uh, man, I gotta be honest with you. Um, I'm feeling pretty vulnerable <laughs> right now, Gil and Gang. If I'm being honest with you, and it's just like, um, I, October twenty second, uh, two thousand nineteen. So one year ago today, uh, I began a journey, uh, a journey that man, like, well, one, it really changed my life, but I'm telling you guys, it was so incredibly hard and so painful. And, um, you know, so I can feel the emotions like right there getting ready to burst, uh, burst. And so I'm going to try to keep it together as long as I can. You guys know that, um, I'm a crier, but, uh, the reason is, is because it's, man, it's just to look back on it, it's such a powerful thing for me. And I want to share with you guys, and what this episode is going to be about is when your life's success becomes your ultimate failure. And I wish that I'd understood this better years and years ago before. And so I, I saw a video today that I posted one year ago today as I was moving out of my luxury high rise in San Diego and all these emotions came running back and, um, you know, well, we'll get into that, but it's, um, Man, I don't know. I just figured that I, I was in the middle of doing like the series about carnivore diet and why I started that. And we'll get back to that at tomorrow's show. But I just felt so called and compelled to share this message with you because it's, I want to teach you something at the end of this that literally it's like a plea to you. There's something I want to say to you, but I got to tell you this story first. And the story is literally about when your life success becomes your ultimate failure. Okay. Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker, what he says is, uh, financial success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And so it's very interesting because I remember the first time I ever heard Tony say that, um, it was really, it was it last year, you know, and it's kind of what kind of got the ball rolling to me being true. And really you guys know the drill. This is my story, but it's not a story about me. This is a story about you. And if I can tell one person this story today and I can help you avoid the pitfalls that I went through of having to lose everything, um, then I hope that helps just one person. You guys know the Marshall Gillen show, Marshall Live, who I am as a, as a healer, as a person, as a man. Um, you know, what I'm doing is I, I didn't ask for the gift of gab. Like, I don't know why God gave me the gift of gab. I didn't ask to be such a vulnerable and emotional person. Like, I don't know why God did that. It's just, that's my plight. And so I, I just want to share these things with you because it's like, man, I just know how hard it was. And I felt like I was alone 100% of the time. And I, that was my fault. But, um, you know, brother, you know, sister, like, I want to tell these stories because if you feel like you're alone, like I, I have most of my life, I just want you to know that you're not and that there's somebody here and I'm building a community for people like us. And so uh, before I share the story, I want to share the video. It's, uh, it's about four minutes long. Um, but I want you guys to see the video so we have some context. If you guys are listening to this on podcast, uh, this is a video of me uh, holding my phone camera up and just kind of pacing through my condo. Uh, my condo was uh, 24, I was on the 21st floor of this uh, luxury high rise downtown San Diego, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. It was beautiful. I actually could, I could stand on my balcony or in my office and I could literally see the two bars. Uh, that I used to work at for the 10 years prior to like being able to change my life. I used to work every night bartending those bars, hating my life, addicted to drugs, uh, wondering what I'm ever going to become or do. 
And uh, so, you know, when I, when I got to the high rise, I, I left the beach. I, I had lived a block from the beach the whole time I was in San Diego. Cause I was like, why would you fucking move to San Diego and not live at the beach? The last year I moved downtown and um, that's what this story is about. And, and I really want to share with you guys, like when is the right time to choose what you think is going to make you happy? Like when is the right time? And that's what this whole story is about because I don't want your life success to turn into your ultimate failure like mine did. And so uh, high rise, I thought that was, that was everything. I thought that was supposed to be, I thought that was supposed to be like the culmination of to prove everybody wrong and, and to show what I've become and to have the money and yada, 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 to be happy. And so anyways, let's, let's play the video. Uh, and then I want to unpack on that because again, I want to, I want to share with you guys, like when is the right time to make that really hard decision in your life that you that you feel like you want to make, but maybe that you shouldn't make. And, um, you know, it's man, well, let's share the video first and then let's, let's talk about that because it's like, uh, I was in a relationship for five years, one that I probably shouldn't have been in one at all. Um, a relationship I probably shouldn't have been in at all, but it was interesting because, uh, at least it was a five-year relationship and and the last three years especially like we both knew that we shouldn't have been in a relationship together and so that's just one little tiny aspect of what i want to unpack today um because man i was fucking tricked man and i have a feeling that some of you have been tricked by culture and society too and uh well let's play the video and then uh let's get into it okay yo what is going on everybody check it out i am moving out of my luxury high-rise apartment today it has been amazing you guys but uh it's time to go got the bedroom bathroom walk-in closet got the last bedroom over here and i'm telling you it's been um it's been an emotional few weeks it's actually been a pretty emotional year a lot of spiritual growth a lot of healing a lot of uh facing my ego i think a lot of you guys know that i had a little bit of a mental breakdown this year it's just that in January, I figured out that making a lot of money and having this really successful business didn't fulfill me like I thought it was going to. And then over the course of the last five years, as I've been trying to build this business, trying to make a bunch of money, trying to become this paid speaker, I've, I've neglected other areas of my life, to be honest. I neglected my relationship. Uh, I neglected my health. I neglected my friendships. Uh, I neglected my true purpose. I neglected healing and I focused every single thing. I'm building a business and now don't feel bad. I don't need a pat on the back. I'm not sad or anything like that. I mean, I am sad, but the reason that I'm moving now is because I've lost everything. I lost my girl. I lost my speaking career. I lost the place I lived. I, I, everything in my life is going away, but it's by choice. You see, I realized and came to terms with the fact that I'm not living aligned. I'm not living on purpose. I'm not doing what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And my entire life, I thought that more money and more success was going to make me happy. It was going to make me feel fulfilled. I guess subconsciously I thought if I go out to the world and I help a bunch of people, then surely they will love me. They'll accept, they accept me. I'll feel validated and, and then I'll feel whole. Well, in the beginning of this year, I found out that the more people I talked to, the more people I helped, the more money I made and the more stages I preached from, the less connected I felt to my purpose. And I realized there was a big, big problem. And so I'm moving everything out today, starting over. <laughs> Uh, and if you're watching this journey, just know there may be something in your life that you're dealing with right now that's a little difficult, and maybe you've been putting it off. I mean, Shannon and I legitimately, we probably should have broken up three years ago. We both know it. Uh, you know, half the time we loved each other, the other half the time is very toxic, and that's just been everything in my life besides business. That's the only thing I focused on, and then lo and behold, 
three years in, I build this business and I find out that I built the wrong one, built the wrong, wrong identity and built the wrong around the wrong purpose. And so I'm just telling you guys, look, wherever you're at, just start where you're at. Start where you're at. Start where you're planted. Just go from there because you don't need some big thing to happen. It just takes one choice. Now, obviously, when you're expanding and growing, you have to get uncomfortable because no growth happens in the comfort zone. And although this is very gut-wrenching, it's very hard, it's very sad for Shan and I, we have a lot of uh, attachments to our things. And so for us, it's a big, huge learning lesson that we get to be able to experience. And so don't forget, guys, you can't have good without bad. You can't have love without fear. You can't have happiness without sadness. And yeah, we're sad, but we never would have known how we never would feel this sad if we didn't know how good it's been and how much better it's going to be. So remember that life is a series of ebbs and flows. It's up and down like this, just like a heart monitor. And when it goes flat is when you're dead. So I'm going to challenge you guys to do the thing that you've been knowing that you need to do, but you've been putting off. Get uncomfortable. Go change your life. And if you need some motivation, follow me. I'm going to be doing it. This next year in 2020 is a year of me helping free men from the prisons they've built themselves in. I'm going to turn darkness into light. I'm going to turn pain into love. I'm going to turn ego into love. And I'm going to show all of you guys how to do it along the way. So don't forget about your boy. I'm sorry I've been silent the last few months. I've been struggling. I've been living in fear. I've been anxious, overwhelmed. But your boy is back with the shedding of this layer and the metamorphosis into the next level. I'll see you guys soon. Now, it's interesting because I watched that video from a year ago and it's like, bro, like, you're so full of shit, dude. You're so full of shit, bro. And although the words that I said in that video are 1000% authentic and true, it's like, I was still so fucking scared of letting go of my identity that I had created that I like the whole thing is like a show. It's like, uh, oh, hey, here's motivational and positive. And then a call to ag a call to action at the end of it to try to sell more stuff. It's just like, Man, I, at that point of shooting that video, I felt so disconnected and I was so scared. I mean, I literally, I was, I, I was homeless. I, I was moving out of that, out of that uh, condo. I was hosting a, I, what would end up being my last retreat. Um, I mean, I'm hosting retreats now. You guys know Marshall Palooza comes back uh, in January. But it's like I was hosting my last retreat, Grow and Bro retreat uh, in Joshua Tree. So I left San Diego, moved out of the apartment. I flew home to see my uh, family for about a week. And then I flew out to San Diego to go to Joshua tree to host my men's retreat over the weekend. And then after that, I was like homeless. And so what happened was I ended up just driving my Jeep back to Illinois and I ended up living in my grandparents old house for like two months they passed away a couple of uh, my grandpa passed away shit 14 years ago. My grandma passed away two years ago. And so everything's like the house is basically abandoned. And um, it's interesting because at the end of that video, the one thing I said I was going to do in 2020 was free men from the prisons they've created for themselves. And it's interesting because I now know that our external reality is literally a direct reflection of our thoughts and feelings. I'm not going to get into quantum physics on this one, but you guys know why I believe that because physical matter does exist and quantum physics proves that thoughts become things. And so... I realized when I got to that, that quiet space, and this is why I look at that video and I go, dude, that's such bullshit. Like you're so full of shit is because I was still trying to prove my self-worth by giving to other people. Okay. Let me break this down for a second because it's why it's been so hard for me to start the Marshall Gillen show again. It's, it's like my, I, my, like I'm, I'm sweating. My heart is racing. My stomach is turning over making this video even right now. And I was telling, you know, a friend of mine the other night, I was like, I don't know why I'm so having such a hard time doing this. Like 
making this Marshall Gillen podcast, the Marshall Gillen show. And it ties back into why I now look at that video and go, you're full of shit. Because I realize is that what most of coaching and speaking is, it doesn't make it good or bad, different strokes for different folks. Certain people need to get in where they fit in. And it's like, there's a need for coaches. There's a need for speakers. The reason that Marshall Gillen is feeling so detached from it is because I spent the last freaking four or five years of my life preaching to everybody, but the messages I was preaching, I should have been giving to myself. And so although I preached and transformed lives and did all the things, literally you guys, I would get messages daily of people who wanted to kill themselves, uh, but watched my video and didn't. I'm talking daily for like a years. I would be out at dinner, new messages would be balling right in front of like fucking luxury restaurant. I'll be in uh, uh, private speakers dinner, get this message balling, right? I, I mean, that was just how, how it was. And so it's like, it was interesting because I told my girlfriend at the time, I would show her these messages and she would start crying, you know? And she'd be like, like Marshall, I, do you understand how special it is? Like people can't do that, you know? And the reason it makes me emotional now is because it's like, <sighs> I was so blessed to be able to do that for people. But I never felt it. Like I never felt it. It didn't feel like anything to me. And so the more people I helped and the more lives I transformed, like the the more guilt and shame I had, like I wasn't worthy to be able to do that or like I didn't believe them. And so people send me messages and, you know, videos and, and testimonials like galore. And I don't know if you're like this, but it's like for the longest time, I couldn't even watch those videos. I couldn't watch those videos. You know, I couldn't even, I mean, literally videos of people gushing over me, saving their lives. And I couldn't even watch them because it made me feel so, like such a fraud. It made me feel so fucking fake. And although I was showing up authentically and I was sharing vulnerably and doing all the things, it's like it was coming from the wrong place and I never even knew it. It's like watching that video, you know, and it's like, I'm like, the reason I'm saying it's all bullshit because I'm like, bro, you're fucking hurting. I'm like, I know it doesn't look like that in that video because it's a fucking mask, but I'm like, bro, you're I'm looking back now. It makes my heart hurt, not because I'm sad, but because I remember what it's like to go through that. You know, when I'm speaking on stage and video and people are like, Marshall, how can you go in and out of emotions like so quickly? One, because God, but two, it's like, because it's not hard for me to remember where I came from. It's not hard for me to remember sleeping on concrete floors because I was homeless in fucking basements. It's not hard for me to remember losing my best friend. It's not hard for me to remember what it was like right before I fucking tried to kill myself and the instant regret that I felt once I tried it. Like once, once I took all that shit, it was like instant regret. Like I didn't want to die, you know? And that was when I was 23. And so I guess why I'm so emotional now watching that video and why I'm feeling so much emotion today because I'm just like, bro, it's such bullshit. And I don't know, like, I don't know you watching this or you listening to this. Like, I don't know what you're bullshitting yourself about, but stop it. Fucking stop it. It's not going to ever, you're never going to get to it. If you are chasing happiness because you think it's something that you accomplish or thing that you do or thing that you have, it's not. Like, I fucking... I promise you, I promise you, there's no amount of money, success, results, place that you live, that you travel. Like I did all the things. I did all the things. 
And in January of 2019, I became acutely aware that my life was a fraud, was a fake. And I still couldn't even get myself out of it because I was so fucking scared. Now, I don't know what, what you have built your reality to be, which I don't, I'm sorry to get all, I'm not sorry to get all emotional. I'm not trying to be emotional. Just these feelings coming out because I know somebody watching this or listening to this is, is, is the person I was a year ago or the person that I was my whole fucking life before this, which is like, I know that you know that you're not living the life that you want to live. I don't have anything to sell you. I don't, there's nothing to give you. I'm just telling you, like, I know that some of you watching listeners are not living the life that you truly want. And if you're like me, you look, I just wanted one of my dads to love me. Like I wanted my stepdad or my dad to love me. Like that's all I've ever wanted. And I've always been the sweetest little boy since forever. And so it's like, I, I didn't think consciously, but I subconsciously somewhere, I figured that if I performed really well in life, that one of my dads would have to love me. And so I crushed it in everything in my whole life. In my whole life, I crushed it in everything. And none of it mattered because none of those motherfuckers loved me. And they never said they were proud of me. Now I know, I know now about my dad. My dad and I are very close and I love him more than anything. And he's the best. And my heart breaks for what he went through as a young man. And the regret that he feels now as an old man, which is a whole nother live I'll, I can do another time, which is just fucking heartbreaking. Oh, my dad's story is fucking heartbreaking. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, that's why I'm sharing this, this message. Because it's like, unless somebody like me or somebody like you shares vulnerably your story, it's like, how can there ever be a new blueprint? How can anybody ever create a new reflection to see the pain that they want to get rid of and release inside? And so it's like that little boy in me just wanted to be loved by his father. And so I went out like most men, especially, but women too. I went out and I performed, I performed, I performed. And I, and I just, I let that prove to all the haters, all proved all the doubters. Who in the fuck are you proving it to, Marshall? Who in the fuck are you proving it to? Like, if you don't believe it, what the fuck does it matter if anybody else does? And I didn't know that. And that's why God set me up for this ultimate failure, which was started October 22nd, a year ago today, right? My whole life, what we do as men, as, as people in general, is we over, we over uh, give, right? We, we pour into one area of our life that we can be good at when we're losing in other areas of our life. I knew I was in a bad relationship for five years, but it was the image it created and everybody telling us, oh, you're a power couple, you're a power couple. I knew that I didn't want to be a coach and a speaker, but I was so good at it. I was making money, but lots and lots and lots of money opening doors, right? I knew all these things, but because I didn't want to deal with them or was too scared to face them, right? Or it was never the right time to, to, to do the transition. I just doubled down, tripled down, quadrupled down on the one fucking thing I was good at, which was building my business. Now, look, that's, that's the details of my story, but foundationally, where do you find yourself in the same story? Because finally at the age of 23, I cracked when I realized that I could never I mean, I had a full academic ride, like to, to college. I mean, you guys know the whole drill. I had every, I had opportunity after opportunity, after opportunity, after opportunity that people would kill for just to have one of. And in 2000 or, and when I was 23, what, what happened is I just got to a point where I realized, and I quotes realized that no matter how much success I have, I'll never be loved. I'll never be enough. I'll never figure it out. Okay. And so that became my blueprint to addiction, to attempted suicide, to, 
to um, uh, compulsive things, to, to destruction, like everything terrible in my life. And it led into that. I no longer wanted to kill myself, but I didn't care if I died. So I got this terrible tattoo that says, live fast, die fun. <laughs> terrible tattoo. And the guy fucking was terrible at it. And so I watched his video today. It comes up. I, I'm looking at that, that man on camera a year ago today. He's saying all the right things because they're true, but I know he's a fraud. I know that he's a fraud. And even in that moment, after, after knowing since January, having the mushroom trip in March and having the spiritual awakening, thinking I'm dying of cancer literally the whole entire year, and then to the point of making that video, I still couldn't let go. I had to go to Illinois and have that alone time with no internet for two months. And then the start of the year, the worst thing that I, what actually, the, what was so freeing though, um, I don't really want to get into it just because it's just a long story and it's not, not that I have anything to hide. Long story short, um, my girlfriend and I, ex-girlfriend and I, we invested some money together into some things that she put on a credit card. Um, some things went sideways between her and I. Uh, with that agreement of paying that back. And then she said a bunch of the funny, it doesn't matter. Cause I, anything I say, I know that I'm just justifying my ego. So I'm not going to, cause I, there's no reason to justify cause I didn't do anything wrong. But long story short, uh, in the turn of the year, after I left that, that two months of solitude, I came back and the worst thing happened that I thought could possibly happen. And, uh, what she, what she did was she made a big, long post, uh, that was straight lies. Like, like if I was to tell you that the sky is purple, you'd be like, you're lying. Right. But that's, that's how, like, that's what it was like. So I'm reading this post and she's throwing me under the bus and she's saying these awful things, how I'm a fraud. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm ripping her off. Like I'm, I'm a phony, all these things. And this is part of the story. I'm not just dishing on this. And so when that happened uh, at the beginning of this year, um, literally hundreds, you guys, hundreds of comments came in. I've invested well over a hundred thousand dollars in my personal development and my business mastery through uh, over the last two, three years, uh, three years, um, through masterminds, events, courses, travel and speak, all the things over a hundred thousand dollars. I invested to my network at, at the time of last year I had before this happened, before the Shannon thing happened, where she made this post, I'm getting at something. I, I promise. I had built a multi-billion dollar network, billion with a B, okay? I had built this billion dollar network of people that I was doing businesses with and traveling with and speaking with very, 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 very famous influencers, uh, not famous influencers, and everywhere in between. Like, it was ridiculous what my life, how, how, my, how my life was changing. And what happened was she made that post and hundreds of comments from those people who I were my friends, my friends, who they only knew her through me, who they like, that's the end of it, who only knew her through me, right? Who came into my ecosystem that I was in these rooms with, doing businesses with, hundreds of them commenting below. I knew it. I always knew there wasn't something right about this guy. This guy's a phony. He's a fraud. I could always tell there was something off about him. I'm so sorry. And it was in that moment that literally, I had finally lost everything. Now, I don't want you to have to lose everything. And what I mean by I lost everything is you guys heard all the things, lost a girl, lost my business, lost my place to live. Um, I ended up losing all of my money, right? Because everything just went away, lost all of my money. And then the last thing I had, which was maybe my, my brand, my identity, 
right, that I worked so hard to cultivate was just completely wiped off by one, one post on social media. And then it was the realization and the kick in the dick, the slap in the face that was like, not only that, bro, but even the people that you've spent the last four years with promoting, loving, traveling with, they don't, they, they never even believed in you. And so at that moment, it was right before COVID hit. I, I, it was right before March. Uh, it was February. Actually, it was in March when that happened. And um, I lost two $50,000 deals. I had two $50,000 deals to coach two uh, coaches to become speakers for a year, 50 grand a piece. So uh, literally she made that post and I lost both of those potential clients. Like they evaporated. It was not a good thing. And I, I, at that point in my life, I just was like, I lost everything. And I, no, I wasn't thinking about killing myself again. Well, I thought about it, but I wasn't really thinking about it. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, God, I literally should just kill myself and start over. I, I wasn't like really thinking about it. like, don't like, I'm good. Okay. Um, and then COVID hit and there was something so glaringly obvious about it. And I kept telling you guys in March for all the times, even though I was ranting about tons of stuff because I was processing a lot of pain was I was like, there has never been a better time in human history to start over. Like this COVID thing is a get out of jail free card for most of you guys. Cause you have, there's no reason why you can't completely start over and do what you actually wanted to do. Cause nobody would have judged you for it. Cause it's like, oh yeah, there was the pandemic. Now we're getting to a point where it's like, oh, making some changes might be a little weird. But the whole point of making this, this show today, this live today, the whole point of sharing all this and sharing that video and why I want to talk about when your life's success becomes your ultimate failure is because I want you to realize that there is no right time to make the move. Like there's no perfect time that's ever going to come for you to do what you actually want to do. Because if you allow your limitations to stay your limitations and you, you can talk to talk like Marshall was a year ago, but until you actually face the darkness, until you actually face the pain, until you're willing to look at that and, and realize that happy, you can't put happiness on hold. Happiness is not a destination. I promise you, if you can not be happy right now, you will never be happy. And I know it's a bummer for some of you to hear who aren't happy right now, but then I suggest you start getting busy on figuring out how you can be happy right now. What does it look like to live your ideal life? What does it look like to wake up and live your ideal day? There's nothing special about me, but one year ago today, it's crazy. I can't even believe the guy I'm, lo I, I'm looking at. I mean, look, I got this trash dash. I got this mullet. Not that that really means anything, but you know why I'm happy? You know why something as silly like this is even the, like the appearance? It's because it's fun. It's fun. I was like, bro, I'm going to go mullet because why the fuck not? You know? Oh, you can't have a mullet. You're, again, this is very surface level, but I'm a basic principle. I live in a fucking cabin in Montana in the fucking mountains. Like my internet barely works. Okay. I wake up every day without, without alarm clock or anything. My body wakes up. I, I I'm doing a carnivore diet right now at the time of shooting this. Um, so I'm blessed. I get to go and have all, I eat all wild, wild game elk, bison, uh, deer, salmon, like trout, like how fucking cool is that? I get to go camping and, oh, fuck was that? I get to go camping and hiking and shoot guns. And uh, I live in Montana where it's 52% public land. So I can literally take my Jeep out anywhere and it's all fucking like free and just the back country. And so I'm like, I want to just live this type of life. And what it started with was me having to first release and let go of the identity I had created. Because what I had finally realized when Shannon made that post and the video and the, like, the whole culmination, everything in that moment, what I realized is like, bro, there's no right time. There's never a right time to do what you want to do. 
It does, and like, listen, sometimes it's fucking hard. That's why, I, that's why Shannon and I drug our feet so many years of getting out of a relationship we both wanted to get out of. Not because we wanted to be with other people, but because we needed to be with ourselves because we had never done that. We had never chosen to be with ourselves. And so, man, I just, you know, again, I didn't mean to get all emotional during this show, you guys, and during this podcast today, but it's like, um, man, I couldn't help myself because it's a lot of pain that I've released, a lot of things that I've done. And if you're at a point in your life where you're ready to do that, like I'm going to challenge you to start being truthful with yourself. A lot of people don't know how or where to start. And uh, I used to coach people on that. I'm not going to now. Literally, there's not an amount of money you could pay me to coach you. I'm um, not because I don't like you, but because I don't want to do that. But uh, the first thing that I would, I would um, do is I would get a, a, a notebook. And when you wake up in the morning, um, I, I would just jot down like how you're feeling. And people are like, well, how do you do that? Like literally just imagine you're writing a letter to yourself that morning. So like today's October 22nd, 2020. I'm 36 years old. I, w I would will just get up and write to myself. Yo, bro, what's going on, man? Feeling a little anxious today when I woke up. I'm so sick of waking up anxious with my heart pounding and my stomach rolling over. I'm committing or whatever to getting rid of that. Today, uh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, even though I don't feel like it. I'm like, you guys see how simple it is? I promise you, if you start getting those emotions out. So if you're like, Marshall, I don't want to hit rock bottom. I don't want to get to where you're at. I don't want to lose everything. And some of you might have to. Some of you might have to. Um, because what happens is we've built these prisons in our, our of ego, right? Our ego, we've been led by ego our whole life, which you guys know ego is not good or bad. Uh, it's, it's imperative to our survival and it's the actual avatar. Our ego is our avatar suit that allows us to play in this third dimensional reality, which I'm not going to get into that right now um, because some of you will be like, what the fuck have you been smoking? Uh, what I have been smoking is Hindu Kush, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um but anyways, I hope this message hits you today. And if you think that there's somebody that needs to hear this message, share this video or this podcast with them. But uh, that's it. Don't wait. There's no perfect time. There's no perfect time to go. There's no right time to get started. You just got to get started. So if first things first, you want to know how to do it. One is I would uh, start by writing in your journal every morning. And then the next thing I would do, and I was actually, actually, let me pull this up. A friend of mine was just, um, a friend of mine was just uh, going through some stuff. Let me see if I, the words were so good. Okay. Uh, it's a little too personal. I can't really weed out uh, without naming some things. So I'll just say it like this, like I told, like I told her. Um, the second thing I would do besides journaling, this is really important. This is, this is an art form and I'm super good at it now, but literally what I'm going to, what we're talking about is how to catch your thoughts, like how to stay conscious, be a conscious thinker, how to consciously live, how to be in tune with the environment, with the moment in the present right now. Because again, you guys, the past is not real and the future doesn't exist. Like those are not, they're nothing. They're not real. The science proves that the only time ever is right now, 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 and now, and now, and now, like now, like right now, 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 now. That's it. It's always only right now. Tomorrow never comes. You go, what do you mean? I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. No, you're not. When you wake up, it'll be right now. Okay. It's always right now. And if you can't be happy now, then you're never going to find happiness. I promise you. And that's what this whole thing is about. There is no right time. Do not put happiness on hold. Let me say that again. There is no right time to start living the life you truly deserve. Do not put happiness on hold. Don't put it on hold, please, because it's only going to make it worse like I did. 
If you're like me, then you're a doer and you're an action taker and you're strong and resilient and you can will yourself to anything because you're a fucking leader. Well, guess what, bro? When you live like that and you continue to create resistance by having to force your way and prove to somebody, it's always going to be, it's, you're never going to end up in, well, it depends on how you look at failure. If your goal is to fucking become terribly sad and lonely and anxious and depressed, then, then like you live in ego and create resistance. But if you want a life of flow, like for example, it's interesting. I met somebody recently. Um, I met somebody recently and you guys know that I have been talking about the being, I mean, yeah, I've been talking about this for a year over at least, right? I'm like, I can't wait until the day that I meet a woman who's the perfect reflection of the self-love I feel for myself, right? Like, like, and I haven't rushed it or anything like that. And so it's funny because uh, literally my, literally the last year has been like this training ground, this craziness. And um, I can't, again, I'll tell you about this weekend sometime, this birthday weekend sometime, because it's outrageous. But um, just when you don't think something's going to happen, it just pops in. It, I mean, literally this girl just pop out of nowhere. I mean, literally the fuck out of nowhere, out of nowhere out of nowhere. And, uh, uh, the compatibility is just, it's so fucking stupid. It's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's just like, Oh, is this what we're doing now is manifesting every little tiny thing that I think. And, uh, the universe and God is saying, yes, yeah, it is that time Marshall. And so the way that I got to that was one is I started to journal. And the second thing I want you guys to do is this. And that is, I want you guys to be able to ask yourselves like, I want you to take a look at your external reality as it's playing out. Maybe it's uh, uh, somebody shows up in your life. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's somebody treating you a certain way. Maybe it's um, a lack of uh, money, of health, of something, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what circumstances is in your life. The second and most hardest thing to do is to start to play that conscious observer and live in the now. And when you can do that, you can catch your thoughts. And so when you start having feelings that are triggered by your circumstances or by the environment that you're in, use that and just, just pretend, even if you don't believe I'll just pretend and see how it goes, that your reality is a mirror. And if there's something that's making you feel a certain type of way, acknowledge that and accept it. Don't judge it. So if your boyfriend or whatever is being an asshole to you and you guys have been fighting for a long time and it's like, okay, acknowledge, okay, I, this is the emotion he's giving me. Okay. Accept it. Okay. I accept that he feels this way because he feels obviously as passionate about his point of view as I would feel about my pat, my point of view, which means that you guys are both alike different details, but you guys feel the same, which is frustration and anger, but it's coming from different details, different experiences and the lack of relatability in those experiences or the lack of communication often is what is what's missing. And so you ask yourself, okay, where else in my, where in my life do I feel that frustrated? I feel that frustrated when with him. Okay, cool. Where else in my life do I feel that emotion? Besides that, where else in my life do I get this angry? Okay, and what is the actual trigger of that? Oh, I get it. It's when I feel out of control. It's when I feel like I don't have a choice. See what I'm saying? And so the second most hardest thing to understand, besides one, is if you guys want to work through this shit, journal. Start a journal in the morning time when you wake up or, and or before you go to bed. I recommend both. I got all the journals. You guys have been knowing this for a minute. I got all the journals. But um, journal uh, what you're feeling. There's no right or wrong to it. Just get the emotion out, okay? Purge it. Purge it out of you. Your, your inner being is trying to release that. The second thing is, is instead of getting triggered by every single thing that happens in your reality, accept it. 
and then ask some questions about it internally, become introspective. Man, I don't like the way that makes me feel, or I do like the way that makes me feel, or anywhere in between. This works for everything. Ask the question, where else am I feeling in, this, my, in my life? And this works especially for pain and trauma because once you start going through all these things, you start to realize these loops that you've created to protect yourself. You guys know that anger is a proactive emotion to being hurt, okay? I know it's like a lot of words. Let me say it one more time. Anger is a proactive emotion to being hurt. And what I mean is that in our time, in our life, we go through trauma, we have experiences, circumstances, somebody hurts us, a situation, and that becomes time stamped in our memory and it's stored. That's part of ego, it's fight or flight, survival mechanism. And so now every single time from that experience on, anything that starts to feel like it's gonna trigger that kind of, that vulnerability, it's gonna open that wound up again, we, we, we close that down and then we react in anger, not always because we want to. Have you ever been yelling at somebody so fucking mad and you can like see yourself and you're like, oh my God, stop it, stop it, stop it. But here it just doesn't stop. It's just like destruction. Well, that's, that's literally like, that's the same thing. And so when you can understand, um, how do I want to explain this? Okay. So we got to be able to ask ourselves these questions. I lost my train of thought, to be honest with you. I do that sometimes, probably because I'm smoking. But I like smoke. But what I'm saying is once we can ask ourselves and play that conscious observer, and we can start to work ourselves to this pain by asking these questions like, okay, I acknowledge that this is happening. I don't like it. Where else in my life can I, where else in my life is this happening? Because what you're going to find is the trigger, which is anger or frustration or depression or anxiety or whatever it is, when you start to find all the triggers in your life, you just start removing them one by one by one by one. Now I had, I'm such a doer and an action taker, probably like you, that I had set up so many walls and so many boundaries. That's why the last year of my life was so painful. That's why Marshall Gillen had to lose so much because I had built so much to protect myself and I had to peel and, and knock down those walls, knock down those, knock down those walls until literally like, and just like literally like a week ago, I, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like I love my life so hard. What are we talking about? How did that all change in one year? Making more money than I used to make, uh, doing way less work than I used to make. Like literally I wake up in a fucking cabin. I hang out. I make a video. I answer some messages. I sell some things. I do my coaching calls on Tuesday, which was going away. I won't be doing those anymore. Um, if you guys are out wondering like, well, Marshall, how are you going to make money? I'm going to make money by only doing physical events. So I have Marshall Palooza coming up. Uh, it's a five-day psilocybin uh, healing ceremony. Uh, we're going to do two full psilocybin ceremonies. We're going to do two microdosings. We're going to have a past life regression therapist there. Uh, free massages. We're going to be doing yoga, meditation, cold plunges. Um, because I've just realized that I don't want to coach. I don't want to sell courses. That doesn't bring me joy. I like trading my time physically. I'm gonna, I started a business called Montana Park where I, I take people out in the back country for five days on a fucking camping, hiking, shooting, uh, rafting, climbing trips, like whatever it is that they want to do. We customize it. Like people that want to go out into the wilderness and experience what it's like to, to have, like to really go back country. And so I'm starting a business doing that and I don't want to do anything else. Like that's what I want to do. And so again, this isn't about me. It's just for you guys understanding if you want to break free from the prisons and the bullshit and the mask that you keep wearing, like I, 
look, I don't try to get mad at people. And if I've been feisty with you in the past, it's not because um, it has anything that I don't like you. It's probably because I'm like, I can see your masks. I know the loop that you're stuck in. And it's so fucking frustrating me because you're lying right to me. And you don't even know that you're lying to me when you're selling me your stuff or messaging me or the way that your videos come out. I'm like, oh, that's such bullshit. I can watch your videos and be like, that's such bullshit. I know you don't believe that. That's not true. Um, and not because there's anything special about me, but because God made me that way. I'm, I'm intuitive to energy. And so anyways, you guys, that's been another episode of the Marshall Gillen show. This is episode number 40. Uh, what, did, what did I name this episode? Uh, episode number 41, when your life's success becomes your ultimate failure. Uh, for those of you guys who don't, uh, who are wondering why I keep saying that and a little tidbit for you guys, when you guys are creating social media videos, understand that the algorithm, not only is it reading the text and all the things, it's literally listening to us and it's taking in every word. And so the more that you say the titles to your videos, especially on Google or YouTube, it'll help you get more traffic to your thing. So when your life success becomes your ultimate failure. Hey, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, you guys know the drill. Uh, I don't care which platform you uh, consume uh, consume us on, but I just absolutely love that you're here. If you guys are listening to this on podcast, thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe if you are a first-time listener. And if you guys have listened once, twice, a million times, I would absolutely love a review. For those of you guys on our video platforms, I want to apologize for the quality of the video from time to time. I'm out here in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, uh, and sometimes the live video and the pre-recorded video is just the quality is just not good. Uh, if you, I, I listen to most, you, I don't really listen to podcasts. I listen to most podcasts on YouTube. Um, I just like set it down and go about. So no matter what it is and how you're listening to, it, I just want to say, thank you. My mission, literally you guys know what it is. Is just, I want, I want people to stop killing themselves and I want to help people end the suffering that they've created for themselves. Like that's it. Like, I, and I want to just hang out with people and enjoy my life. And so if you're about that too, uh, make sure you visit the website, www.marshallgillen.com. I've got some free goodies and stuff over there for you guys. Um, and, and information to the next events. You guys do want to come out and share some time with me, but, uh, I love you guys so much. I hope this helped somebody today and, um, don't forget to choose kindness and not just for the world, but for yourself. I'm talking self-judgment. Don't forget to be kind to yourself today. Stop beating yourself up. Stop comparing yourself because the more you beat yourself up and compare yourself, you're going to keep convincing yourself that's never the right time to get started living the life that you want. And you're going to continue to put happiness on hold. And I don't want you guys to do that. All right. I love you guys. And I'll see you uh, on the next show.